The KXAN News Podcast is sponsored by Shelf Genie. Welcome to KXA News Today. I want to go over your Tuesday morning headlines. Multiple I-35 frontage road closures are taking place this week for construction. They're between Runberg Lane and St. John's Avenue in North Austin. Start today, run through Friday. They'll be closed daily from 9 in the morning until 3 in the afternoon. Cancer patients and survivors are heading to the state capitol later on today in honor of the state's Cancer Action Day. Supporters are urging state lawmakers to make ending suffering and death from cancer a priority. They're meeting at the north side entrance at 8 o'clock this morning if you'd like to show your support. The Travis County Sheriff's Office is asking for your help. It's after someone shot and killed a passenger of a truck on US 183 this weekend. That victim, a woman in her 30s, riding in a red truck. This was between 11 Saturday night and midnight, southeast near Burleson Road. If you were in that area at the time, saw anything suspicious, please call the Travis County tip line or Crime Stoppers. Several Northeast Austin residents are waking up this morning without their homes. Fire breaking out last night at the Morgan Apartments on Wells Branch, Branch Parkway up in Northeast Austin. Thanks for joining us. I'm Tom Miller. Good morning. I'm Sally Hernandez. What started out as a small patio fire quickly turned into something more as it spread all the way to the attic. People in 16 units were displaced, eight of them suffering fire damage. No word yet on what may have caused this fire and no one was injured. First warning weather with meteorologist Kristen Curry. Good morning and happy Tuesday. We begin with a live look outside. This is our Whittlesey Landscape Supplies weather camera there in Granite Shoals. Clearer up here than we are here in Austin. We're going to be watching it again for some of those low clouds, even a few spots of fog at times, but I'm not seeing widespread issues. That's the good news. Your temperatures this morning, very comfortable. 50s and 60s for most of us land at the cool spot at 48, but 53 in Fredericksburg, 63 in Georgetown, 62 in Bastrop. Austin, we're starting the day in the lower 60s and it's a little bit warmer than where we were yesterday already. Yes, the warming trend holds. We are on our way to high temperatures in the mid 80s today. Just a little bit warmer than what you felt yesterday. Forecast high 86 with those south winds 10 to 20 miles per hour. We're going to see morning clouds, but afternoon sunshine gradually becoming clearer as we get past the noon hour. Temperatures continuing to climb. That's our first headline because yes, tomorrow looks to be the warmest day of the next seven. We're really going to have to watch the winds tonight, though. We've got our first of a pair of cold fronts moving through. I think you're going to notice when that front arrives because the winds are going to shoot up. But we've got some less than exciting rain chances to also sprinkle it into the mix here. I wouldn't get too excited about it at this point because it looks very light and it does not look to wet everybody. But a couple different disturbances headed our way. I think one looks better than the next. We'll talk more about it coming up in your first morning forecast. Thank you, Kristen. Videos of cars doing donuts on Austin streets like these being seen across the country this morning. Now city leaders are saying they don't want this to happen again. Yeah, city council members and the mayor are both talking about what they are doing and they're speaking with police about how to prepare for and respond to these street takeovers like the ones we saw Saturday night. And KXAN's Tahir Rahman reports the chain of events highlights a longstanding city problem, which is a 911 staffing shortage. Have blocked the intersection. Just off of Barbara Jordan Boulevard, Luis and Elida Bonet left a concert at the AISD Performing Arts Center to find a different show happening on the street. Probably five or six different cars just 
you know, drifting, you know, burning tires. A street takeover similar to what happened the same night in other parts of the city. Elida says she waited for about three minutes for 911 to answer her call. So much smoke. It was scary. In a statement Monday, Mayor Kirk Watson said the 911 call center had, quote, unacceptably long waits on Saturday. And he's speaking with APD about at least a temporary solution to 911 staffing shortage. I'm happy to know that the city is taking the concerns of council seriously and addressing them. City Council Member Mackenzie Kelly says she reached out to APD's Emergency Communications Division Monday, finding out they still have 63 unfilled positions for 911 call takers and dispatchers. Not much progress from the 70 open positions we reported at the end of 2022. The wait time on the phone call was surprising. Scary moments for those waiting on the line for help. Well, you hear the fireworks, you hear all that, you hear everything that goes in the schools, and you're thinking, oh no, what is going to happen now? And I imagine that went through the mind of a lot of people. Bahura Rahman, KXAN News. In an update to City Council Member Kelly, APD also provided its latest response times. Between January 15th and 31st, the department said its average response time to its most urgent calls was 11 minutes. Last year, police staffing researchers said an ideal response time would be 6 minutes and 30 seconds. Well, Austin's police union actually sent out a tweet on Sunday blaming the city leaders for what happened on Saturday. It said the city is no longer as safe as it used to because of the leadership and defunding of public safety. They also call it demoralizing public safety. But Mayor Watson fired back yesterday on Twitter saying that it is not an appropriate forum for contract negotiations and saying no Austinite should ever accept the false choice between public safety and responsible policing. Austin can and will have both, he says. Right now, the city's trying to figure out a new contract with the Austin Police Union. The mayor also announced the city council will take up an ordinance this week that will assure APD officers wages, their benefits, and payout of sick leave continue, even if the city and police union's contract expires on March 31st. He also went on to say the ordinance would also establish the Office of the Police Oversight as an investigator, allowing investigations of anonymous complaints. The mayor says that he would like for everyone to be at the negotiating table, but the council will pass this in the meantime, and it will remain effective as the recruiting and retention of APD officers continues. Overseas now, and the earthquake recovery in Turkey could take even longer. A new 6.3 magnitude earthquake hit the Syria-Turkey border yesterday. That latest quake coming two weeks after another hit the area, and that one killed more than 44,000 people. Yesterday's earthquake killed at least three and injured more than 200. A baby girl who was born under the rubble of her family's earthquake shattered home in Syria two weeks ago is now with her new family. Her aunt and uncle adopted her and named her Afra after her late mother. The newborn lost her parents and siblings in the earthquake. Afra's story has been widely shared around the world and people quickly offering to help her even adopt her. Her aunt and uncle said that even despite their down hard circumstances, the best place for the family and the baby is with them. Amazon is sending its employees back to the office. The expectations and exceptions CEO is laying out. And the Round Rock Express holding auditions. How you can get the chance to perform one of the most difficult songs to sing.
Good morning, everyone. 4.40 is the time on this Tuesday, February 21st. Let's take a live look outside to start off your day. Kristen has your weather coming up in just the next few minutes. But first, after three years of remote work because of the pandemic, Amazon is sending employees back to the office starting May 1st. It's not full time. No, it's the word from CEO Andy Jassy, though, who says employees will be expected back in offices at least three days per week. He added there will be a few exceptions. Company believes bringing people back will make it easier to collaborate and introduce new hires to the corporate culture. Amazon ranks number four on the 2022 list of the largest private sector job providers in the Austin area with 11,000 employees in town. Austin's airport keeps on growing. A new nonstop flight option coming this summer. Allegiant is going to add flights to Omaha, Nebraska starting June 15th. Flights will be taking off on Thursdays and Sundays. The seasonal route, only seasonal, will operate through November 12th. It is a viral video, tough for parents to see. A child bullied online. What hate school leaders say they are doing to prevent this from happening again. And I'm Dylan McCam. How a new city council member is trying to help college students with affordable housing. This KXAN News Podcast is brought to you by Shelf Genie. I'm Rosie Newberry from KXAN Studio 512. Considering replacing your kitchen cabinets? Struggling to find or reach things? Go to ShelfGenie.com slash Austin. Shelf Genie designs custom pull-out shelves for your existing cabinets, adding convenience and value to the most used room in your home. Shelf Genie custom pull-out shelves, everything in reach. Good morning, another live look outside to start off your Tuesday, February the 21st. Kristen is back with a look at your forecast to see if it's uh, another warm day in store for you this week. Let's go to Hayes because a Hayes CISD student was disciplined after the district says he posted a TikTok video bullying special education students. The sheriff's office says it filed a report and the case was sent over to the district attorney's office. And as KXA and Sarah Alshay explains, the emotional response from the parent really heartbreaking as she watched her child in that video. Well, first I just cried because um, the kids are just so sweet. Rachel Ham's son was one of the Dahlstrom Middle School students featured in a TikTok video bullying those in special education. These are just the most beautiful kids and they're the most vulnerable ones. So it was, I mean, it was shocking that anybody made it. According to Hay CISD, the student behind the video collected images of special education students posted to the campus Facebook page and created a montage with derogatory sound effects along with a slur for those with an intellectual disability. It was really hard to watch. The district says an investigation found it was considered bullying and the student was disciplined. Hay CISD says it monitors bullying on its Wi-Fi and hardwired school district computers, but not anywhere else. It instead relies on reporting, which anyone can do anonymously on Hayes Hopeline. Ham says thankfully several students spoke out against the video and that's what helped get it taken down. Could have just gone on forever, so I'm really grateful for, you know, the kids who saw something and, and, and did something about it. Appreciate the people who were brave enough to stand up and say, you know, this is wrong. Sarah Olshah, KXAN News. Well, the district didn't say how it disciplined the student behind the video because of student privacy laws, but according to Hay CISD Student Code of Conduct, bullying could result in getting expelled or being placed in an alternative education program. 
And according to the state's penal code, there could be jail time and fines for harassment through electronic communications, including social media. It is a class B misdemeanor. The suicide of 16-year-old David Molek in San Antonio leading to a Texas law that protects children from bullying. This law called David's Law gives public schools the authority to address cyberbullying off campus. It also allows victims to obtain an injunction similar to a protective order. We spoke to David Molek's mother in 2017. That is when she was pushing for the legislation to be passed. She told us about reading those messages addressed to her son encouraging him to kill himself. The law also required school districts to implement an anonymous reporting system. It would allow students to report instances of bullying to school leaders. David's mother told us if something like that had existed when her son was alive, it may have saved his life. Meta is rolling out a new paid verification subscription service. This is for Instagram and Facebook. The bundle price begins at $11.99 a month. It'll allow users to get a blue verification badge. In order to qualify, users need to be at least 18 years old, meet minimum account activity requirements, and submit a government ID that matches their profile name and photo. Subscriptions will also include proactive monitoring for account impersonation. Service will be introduced in Australia and New Zealand this week with more countries to follow. All right, the Houston Astros have begun spring training in West Palm Beach, Florida. The World Series champions are the odds on favorites to win it again in 2023. Fan favorite Jose Altuve reporting to spring training a few days early before he competes in the World Baseball Classic for Venezuela. Entering his 12th season as the Astros' second baseman, Altuve's contract is up at the end of 2024. General Manager Dana Brown said that he'd like to see Altuve retire, having never won, worn rather, another uniform, indicating that he doesn't want to lose him to another team. I've been all my career here, and I hope to to retire here. So I think we are on the same page. Yeah, happy to to play with my teammates and do soon with my fans, like I always say. The next six weeks will be busy for the Astros as they will only have three days off during their spring training. WNBA superstar Brittany Griner is heading back to the Phoenix Mercury. Griner signing a one-year deal with the team that drafted her first overall in 2013. In December, Griner posted on social media she would return to Phoenix. That post coming after she returned home from being held in a Russian prison. The league says it'll look into getting Griner special travel accommodations because of security concerns. The national anthem is known as one of the most difficult songs to sing, but if you have the vocal talent today, is your day to shine. They sound so good. The Round Rock Express is looking for individuals or groups who can sing the Star Spangled Banner during some of the team's home games this season. Open auditions are today. Go to KXAN.com for a link to submit your application.
and be brave like them and get up there and sing because if you can't do it with that small crowd, you're not mm. going to be able to do it with the express crowd. So get ready. That's a good point. That's, That's a, a lot point. of pressure. I think I would be willing to go try an audition, ah. but I don't think I would get it. Uh -huh. <laughs> just, yeah. just it's like everybody knows the words, right? <laughs> yeah. Do we want to listen to you sing those words? That's key. Let me show you what's going on with your forecast here. Baseball weather, that's for sure. Man, it feels like springtime out there with those temperatures in the 60s. We don't have much on radar and we won't see anything when it comes to rain today. Temperatures really the big story is we are still in the 50s and 60s. It is so comfortable. This is ridiculous, right? It is February. It is still winter. These temperatures closer to our average afternoon highs than they are the morning lows. We should be in the 40s this year or this time of year, I should say. As far as the visibility goes, it's a little worse than yesterday, but it's not widespread fog. We just have some patchy low clouds down in Hayes and Caldwell County, a little bit out towards Fayette County as well. We'll watch that northeastern corner of Travis County, but in general, it's just going to be some morning clouds. We'll clear everything out for the afternoon, and it is going to be another nice day to be outside. 68 is how we start. 86 is how we finish. Warm and breezy everywhere. Now, when it comes to our sky conditions, like I said, probably a little more cloud cover this morning compared to the later part of today, but our first cold front in a pair. Really, the second one's just going to reinforce the cooler air. This first one, I think, has the potential to bring a couple little spots of light rain tomorrow morning. It will be very spotty, very hit and miss. Nothing that I'm excited about, but this will be a 10% chance of rain in the morning. Everything clears for most of the day on Wednesday. What's the bigger impact? The bigger impact will be the winds. I think the winds are going to be an issue. They were yesterday a little breezy. They're still going to be breezy for most of this afternoon. Coming out of the south, got 15 to 25 miles per hour this evening. Start to crank up the wind speed a little bit and then watch over not ahead of this cold front. We could be talking wind gusts up to 40 miles per hour. This model getting real excited with those wind gusts in Marble Falls of over 50. They might that might be a little high, but that cold front comes through, shifts our winds out of the west, and they're still windy. Tomorrow looking to be the windiest day of the next seven. Our fire danger response to that high to very high fire danger all over the hill country and even into the Austin metro. When can we expect meaningful rain? Not anytime soon, unfortunately. Tomorrow afternoon, that cold front clears. Thursday, mixes sun and clouds. Then a teeny bit of rain possible Friday, Saturday, and again on Sunday as we get into an overrunning pattern. But that's only a 10% chance each day. Our rainfall accumulation, less than a tenth of an inch for most of us between now and this weekend. So the rain's not looking great. But the temperatures are today and tomorrow in those mid to upper 80s. Overnight lows staying far above freezing. You don't have to worry about that. I think the winds are going to be something to be concerned about starting later on this evening, overnight into tomorrow. We'll get a little bit more wind this weekend, but the temperatures will stay in those lower 80s. How much do you know about water conservation? After all, water is one of our most precious resources. An educational outreach from the Texas Commission on Environmental Quality is designed to educate Texans on water conservation. It's called Take Care of Texas. Now who's ready to get started? The TCEQ's Ryan Weiss says an art contest for young students will help teach us lessons on preserving water. So this year's contest uh, revolves around uh, water. Um, and uh, things that you can do to either conserve water or keep uh, water clean. And so uh, we encourage all the students to participate in um, uh, drawing their favorite Texas 
images and how they can help protect uh, Texas waterways and uh, reduce water usage. The students get to create pictures to help us better understand that need. This is for kindergarten through fifth grade students. Um, and we have three different categories. We have a kindergarten through first, second and third grade, and then a fourth and fifth grade uh, category. Last year's picture drawing contest drew 3,200 contestants from across the state. One of last year's winners is third grade student Drew Nathan. His picture showed clearly how we can take better care of the environment. Now I just listed out a bunch of things like windmills, solar panels, like don't dump in hazardous waste in the oceans, like don't pollute the oceans, don't pollute the environment. His picture, done late at night, also depicted the importance of composting, especially when it comes to fruits and vegetables. We shouldn't throw away the peels, we can just use it for compost, which basically makes our environment soil much richer and helps our and helps us grow crops. The deadline to submit entries is Friday, February 24th. Winners will be announced in early April. The grand prize winners will receive a laptop and the finalists in each category receive an iPad. The winners will be celebrated at a banquet in May. Rich Siegel, KXAN News. Thanks for joining KXAN News today. You can also listen to KXAN News Nightly every weekday after 5.30 p.m. for in-depth coverage on what matters most to you.